everyone, welcome back to the channel. This is Discussion Corner, episode five, I think it is. Ooh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't check, it just came to me then, but I think it's five. Um, okay. It's quite a good talking point this week, because obviously it was announced yesterday that the Euros are officially moving to 2022 now, and Phil Neville will be departing as England manager next summer. So I think it's like July 2021, they said. Which is like yeah, which is upon the um, expiry of his con- his current contract. Um, I think firstly, I f- I just found that a bit weird. Like I'm gonna go straight in and say I find it a bit go weird. That, like, girl. Go on. that like they're announcing it now that he's leaving next year. Like why would like I don't I mean. I, I get why, but I also don't understand why. Because I'm just like, well, thanks for the heads up. And, like, we now know that you're actively seeking someone else out for, like, the next tournament. Because like, you literally have Olympics, Euros, World Cup, one after another. Mm. Like, like, there's going to be major tournaments for three summers straight. So, like, you obviously yeah. have the same person in charge of that. But then how do you plan... For a new manager, if the old manager, if the current slash old manager isn't leaving and until the Olympics officially start, it is just odd. Like, surely you can't expect hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. A new manager to come in literally right before a major tournament. Like, it doesn't make much sense to me because obviously there's going to have to be some sort of period of time where this new appointed manager has a few training camps, has an idea of the players as they are. But then you sort of think, well, is this new manager going to be announced earlier? And then they're sort of going to fuse together and yeah. progress forward so Phil's still having a bit of input in terms of who he thinks is developing well playing well or just giving this new manager a bit of insight into the team as well as another new coach being there at the same time like that's to me seems the most likely option but it does just seem a bit odd to sack someone so close to a repetitive years of major tournaments like it surely that that's not going to be beneficial for like, it's going to cause a bit of disruption within the whole flow of how those tournaments go. Yeah. And, like, on the point of, like, oh, is he going to announce someone, like, say they announce someone, like, in January, and then they, they then, like, Phil sort of becomes the assistant and sort of, like, 
they make yeah. a bond together. Like that's all well and good, but you're telling me that if you're getting a an already well known women's football manager such as Jill Ellis or Emma Hayes, like they're two names that are being thrown about, that they're gonna wanna have a six month plan with Phil Neville going into a major tournament like the Olympics. Like that's not I don't think that's gonna bode well for, for either of them because yeah. like Jill Ellis has achieved a lot more than Phil Neville has in the women's game. Like so if you're getting someone of her calibre, she's going to want to come in straight away and make... Put a mark down, sort of. And if that team hears, same with Emma Hayes, like she's such a strong character, so she's not going to want to be sort of second to fill for six months and then as soon as the Olympics come, be like, oh yeah, yeah, here's your team, good luck. Yeah. Like that's not really going to work. So then it's sort of trying to find the balance of that. But then, like you're saying, you can't say to a manager, oh welcome in July and then throw them straight into a tournament. Yeah, in the deep end, yeah. So, like, I think either way, either way, if it's a high-profile person coming in, I don't think that'll work. I seen, I think it was Emma who might have tweeted it before, some, someone along those lines, who said, like, if it's someone like Casey Stoney, who's obviously only been, like, been manager, this is her second season at United, is it? Yeah like full season so like she was obviously second to fail for like a little bit at England before she took the United job so then if it's someone like her and they're sort of planning for the future and she comes she does come in in January January and shadows Phil Neville for like six months sort of makes the team her own while like Phil's still the front man sort of type thing and then goes into the tournament like that that could possibly work but then I don't. I don't see Casey Stoney being wanting no. the England job right now. No, I think she's way too early on yeah. in her managing career, and I think just the way that she talks about her United team, the way that she presents herself as the manager, you can just tell that she loves being the Man United manager. And I can't see her giving that up so soon because I think not only because she's got a sense of loyalty to the club it's the players she's got loyalty to it's the fans that she's got loyalty to and to completely just jump shit after only two seasons as a actual full-time professional coach to me that doesn't make sense and I think although I really I rate her as a as a manager yeah. well and truly like I'd be the first to sing her praises I don't think she's ready for that sort of step just yet I think in a few years time who knows she might be might be involved and she might be called upon but I just think at the moment that to me that doesn't make much sense and you could probably say the same for Emma Hayes as well I think not in the terms of she's not ready I think she'd be ready for for anything she's that good but I just think she loves Chelsea and she wants to win as many things with Chelsea as possible and she's building something there at the moment she's bringing in all these new players Sam Kerr included you can tell she's got a she's got a strategy in a in a in a brain that's panning out over several years. So to me, that one also, I think, I mean, Jill Ellis. I would love for Jill Ellis to be yeah. the manager, and to me, it sort of works quite well because she's just finished with the US, and now Phil's been announced. So she's had time to have like her time off, and then now, is she looking for a new job? I don't know, but I think we'd all happily welcome her with. Open arms for sure. Yeah, I don't. I don't see Jill, Jill Ellis as like a club manager. I only, no. I only look at her as like an international. 
like obviously she's yeah. been in the US for a long time, but also what you've got to think about, we've just took Dawn Scott from US. Yeah. She worked with Jill like for a good couple of years. So like it's sort of like reuniting that partnership as well. And like if, like if you can go and like take Jill Ellis and Dawn Scott right from under like the best team in the world and like entice her to come here. Why can't you entice Jill Ellis to come here? Do you know what I mean? Exactly, yeah. Going back to Emma Hayes, like she'd 100% would, like, take the England job, but like you're saying, she wants to win with Chelsea. And then for whatever reason, the Champions League doesn't go ahead again this season and they just start it up again next se- when next season starts again. She's not, she wants that Champions League with Chelsea and she's, oh, yeah. she, she'll stay until she gets it. She's just that type of person. So there's yeah. no way that she leaves Chelsea halfway through a season to shadow Phil Neville. No. <laughs> I don't think that would work anyway. To then no. to go into yeah. the tournament and like miss out on winning that with Chelsea. So like there's so many different what whatever way you look at it, someone's given something up. So like the FA are they giving up like the opportunity to get like a really top class manager? at the right time or mm. manager like Emma Hazel is, is going to give up something that she wants to go and yeah. do a job at this during me and yeah I still can't wrap my head around the fact that he's still like he's still gonna be yeah. involved building up to such a massive stretch of events like that's what I can't wrap my head around you would have said okay Phil we'll give you till December. We'll give you till the end of the year, for example. And then someone comes in and has that stretch of a few months to be like, okay, I'm in charge here. I, I'm going to help prepare. Like in that stretch of time from January till the Olympics, you could fit in probably two or three camps there, yeah. including, not no, it wouldn't be the She Believes, would it? But include like that amount of time. Oh, it would be the She Believes. Yeah, She Believes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you'd have a tournament to sort of participate in, stretch the legs, see how it goes. You'd probably have another two camps then before the Olympics as well. So you're thinking that's quite a good amount of time to, one, not only know the players, but follow them in the leagues as well, which they probably will have already done, but really closely quite follow them and yeah. implement things that they want to see, etc. But weird. Like, that would work for, like, someone like Emma Hayes or Casey Stoney because they know the league, they know the players. Yeah. Someone like Jill Ellis, who probably hasn't paid that much attention up until probably last year or so of the WSL yeah. and of England and, like, this current England squad and, like, the players coming through. She's not going to know how it, it all works, how the players work. So to have, like, Phil now. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I will still live right up until the Olympics basically starts. Sort of the players still going to him and talking to him about things and etc., it's just going to be weird. Like, that's the only way I can describe it, is weird. Yeah. Like, it's almost like undermining, going behind yeah. going behind the back of the, the... Not in like a spiteful way, but I think it would just happen naturally. Yeah. But I, I just don't understand why he'd... Well, it might not have been his decision. Well, I think... Been the be like, see out your contract, finish that, and then see you later, but... Well, I just think if you look at his whole sort of time as the manager, mm. I just feel like he could have done so much better. Yeah. Not in like a horrible, horrible way. I just think he just wasn't the right fit to be England women's manager. Although he, he's got a real good understanding of the game, I just think he didn't utilise the players as well as he could have done. And maybe someone like Jill Ellis or all the other two names that we mentioned, in my opinion, they might be able to sort of like drag out what's so good about all those players individually and then sort of mash it all together to make them work so much better as a as a group. Right. It, there's there's pros and cons of like Neville's time. Like obviously he's won a she believes and then got us fourth in the World Cup, which is like amazing. But then you look at you look at in between tournaments. Like we had we did that we did have a really good World Cup. Like we did there was a couple of games where we were a bit off the mark at times, but like you're not gonna perform amazing in every single match, like back to back. Like in the build up to the World Cup, we were brilliant. Yeah. Afterwards, like we have gone right down. Like no no one had like no one would look at us and go, oh, I'm scared of them. No. They didn't know our weaknesses. So, like, I, th- I feel like a lot of people are only judging on the past, like, six months, whereas, like, there's another, like, year and a bit before that, do you know what I mean? But I just think, I just don't think he's never been, he's never got 100% out of this yeah. team, which is, like, what a lot of us expected. And, like, especially, like, like I said, from, probably from She Believes 2018, uh, 2019 to end of the World Cup, like the players that we had in those tournaments, and like the, you couldn't, I don't think you could have picked anyone better. You literally couldn't have picked any other player to go to that tournament. Like obviously if Jordan Nobbs was fit, she would have gone to the World Cup and whatever, and She Believes. But like take Jordan Nobbs out of the scenario, you literally couldn't pick 
better midfielders. No. Maybe Farrah Williams, I would like there to have gone, but like, do you know what I mean? Like Karen Carney and stuff like that did did well. Yeah. So like, I don't see, I just don't see how much more he, he can do in the next year, basically. With no, yeah, with no, yeah. It's a it, yeah, a year. So like, and if you think about it, you're probably not you're not having. I don't think there'll be any international games for England, both men's and women's, this year now. I think given the scenario and then given when the season starts again, like say for example, the seasons don't start again until like end of June. Mm-hmm. They'll want that finished and then the players will get a little bit of a break, but then they'll go straight into next season. Mm-hmm. And they won't want many, there might be time for like one international break or something like October, November when they normally do it. But then again, it depends on when next season starts. So say for example, the next time, the England women camp meets up is January for like a proper camp ahead of like she believes. Like, what what what's he doing in that time? Whereas like if you got someone in now, there's six months plan what they want to do for England. Do you know what I mean? He's not going to be wanting to plan. Like, realistically, he'll do as much as he possibly can, but he's probably thinking, well, I'm not going to manage them in the Olympics. So, like, yeah, it's not going to be down to him anymore. Yeah, exactly. So, he's, he's not going to be he's not going to be the one making all the big decisions come probably the Olympics roster. Mm, yeah, it's, it's, it is, it's just very odd. And, and at the moment, as it stands without any more clarification, by literally just a statement they're given, it, to me, it doesn't very bode very well for the future no. because there's just so much uncertain uncertain uncertainty uncertainty that yeah there we go so much un- uncertainty as to what how the logistics of it is all going to work like yeah just it just, just doesn't seem right because yeah to me what what's the point you're obviously like the FA is obviously unhappy with the way that things have gone recently. So how is he going to be able to turn it around in a year for something that he's not going to then carry on after? That's what I just can't understand. And like it's just it's a waste of time. The thing that only baffles me is that he's his contracts till July. The Olympics is July. So I'm like. What is the point? Yeah, like what? Like, is he gonna go on the first of July and then the tournament's gonna start on like the eleventh or what? Like whatever. I don't know. I don't know the details. Yeah, but like, like, yeah. I think there needs to be a little bit more clarification as to the actual what's going on. I just can't wait to hear the announcement of who it is because I'm so excited. Like, if it was someone like Jill Ellis, like, oh my god, and I melt. I was saying the other night, like, if someone like Jill Ellis was to come in, have an Olympics, which he's done twice before, I think, maybe only once, actually. I think it might have only been 2016. To then go into a Euros, which he's never done before, I don't think. And then a World Cup, which he won back-to-back. She could potentially win three World Cups back-to-back. <laughs> Imagine, like, think about it. Like the USA, they've got a great team. They've got a really good team. They've got a lot of young players coming in now. But like all their veterans, twenty twenty three is a long time. 
three, they're gonna be three years older. So like a lot of their team has made like Kyle Lou, like uh like Becky Becky Sabron at the back, Kelly O'Hara, like Tobin Heath, they're all gonna be three years older. So they're not they're probably not gonna be starters in my eyes anyway. I mean you don't know, they're like fit as anything, so like they probably will be. Like Kyle, it's like thirty seven still, like proper like Turning up, do you know what I mean? But like, she might about ten k for a breakfast. She's like, oh yeah, just just done like twenty five k. I'm like, what are you? It's literally eight o'clock. Yeah. So like, I mean, I'm just I'm just going off like age wise, thinking of. Yeah. You never know, do you? Exactly, but then it, that also goes for like England as well. Like, are some of our players like early thirties? Horton, Jill Scott, like Jordan Nobbs even. Jordan Nobbs is twenty eight now. So. So she'll be on when the next World Cup's up. So like she'll probably she like I mean depending on what happens between now and the World Cup, but like she's probably still around. You might still be in lockdown by then. Yeah, the world will <laughs> be the same at that point. But like but like the thing things that like a manager coming in now has has got to think about because you've literally got three major tournaments back to back. So you need to like think about your squads. For sure. You'll be wanting a long-term plan, but if you've still got a manager that you're firing in charge, you can't necessarily make a long-term plan. Exactly, like, how are they going to come in and put their authority, like, put their authority down and say, like, I want this to happen? Because, Literally, like, I don't think you can. I don't think that's... My turn go, well, no, this is still my squad until this date. And then there's... Exactly. You might be as awkward as possible. Yeah. You never know. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Never, never. We'll all just have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see. Hopefully, we don't have to wait too long to know like what actually is going to happen. But you know, fingers crossed, we do. I, I mean, they'll make us wait as long as possible. Let's oh, be honest. They probably, they probably got their favorite. Probably sit there today, being like, "What are we going to do, lads? Like, what are we going to do? Like, what the hell's going on?" Literally. 
I mean, have, I think the names that are being like thrown about like by like people like just on Twitter and stuff like that are like all really good managers. So I feel like whoever we get is going to be able to do a good job. But like, I just I don't know. So, like, <laughs> I, I know, I, I want to know and just know because I like to know everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, let us know in the comments below who you'd like to take over from Phil when the time comes. Anyone in particular? Um, who, who, who would you like say your your number? Jill Alice, yeah, for sure. Jill Alice, I think your top three would be Jill Alice, then Emma Hayes, and then if you're looking like Three, three or four years down the line, like Casey Stoney probably is like a good one to like fill in. There's probably loads more names that we've not even talked about that might come to the forefront, but I think for now that's a solid, solid idea of who might be in and around. Well, thank you very much for watching. Remember to like the video, comment, subscribe to the channel. Check out the podcast from this week. We had a good discussion with Sam Miller about like her journey into the football media and all that stuff. Um, we've got another Skype, another Zoom call sorry, today with a, with another guest for next week's video. So we won't say who it is now, but it's going really cool. So I hope you enjoy that one when it comes out. But yeah, thanks for listening and we'll see you all next time with a new podcast. Bye.